my name is Julie Turney, and this is the HR Sound Off Podcast Show, the show created for HR and business professionals to discuss pertinent topics and trends as it relates to our professions. We're going to have amazing conversations with HR professionals from all over the world, get to learn their origin stories. How did they get into this profession? What do they love about being here? And how they want to set the record straight on that one misconception that really drives them crazy about our profession. Are you ready? I'm ready. Then let's sound off. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the HR Sound Off podcast show. My name is Julie Turney, and I am your host. And today is a very special day for me um, because I am being joined by some representatives from our sponsors, Hire Tool. And I'm so excited. I honestly love that I'm going to have this conversation with these two beautiful ladies. So, I want to introduce Winona and Kanisha um, to the show. Welcome, ladies. How are you doing? doing Hi, great. so glad to be here. Glad to have you. And let's just get started. Um, tell us a little bit about yourselves. So let's start with Winona. Winona, who is Winona? Um, tell us a little bit about your journey and how you got to where you are right now. Okay, my name is Winona. I'm the Senior Content Marketing Specialist at Hire Troll. I've been at Hire Troll for close to two years now, hitting the two-year mark um, this year. And it's just been an amazing journey. I think how I came across Hire Troll was pretty interesting. You know, I had no background, you know, working at any AI-powered sort of technology company. And it was really, what really attracted me to Hire Troll was just the way the company was, the way they spoke about you know, community, build, being every recruiter's best friend. I was just interested in learning how technology played a part in this mission. Um, I come from a journalism background. Um, so I write, you know, for newspapers, media, you know, filming news stories and things like that. So it was really interesting for me to make this shift. And I think the best part about me being at Hiracho and really learning about this company and this community was just that, you know, speaking to people like you, Julie, speaking to people in this amazing HR and recruiting community every single day, asking them questions about their experiences. It was just like journalism. Everyone had their own story to uncover. Everyone had their own mission, their own values. Um, even though everyone was basically a recruiter or someone in HR, their goal was different. You know, their journey was different. And I've been learning more about this space every single day. So it's been a wonderful two years. And you know, really happy to be here because, you know, meeting you, Julie, was just one of those amazing things that I've uncovered during my time here. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. And it really has been um, great. It was great to meet you, to get to know you, to get us to this point. Um, and I think you were the driving force behind all of this, Winona, in terms of um, Hire Tool coming on as a sponsor, as well as um, Kanisha then taking the reins and taking such great care of me. So Kanisha, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? How did you get here? <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I am I go by Kiki. So everyone, if you see me around, just say hi. But I am the community specialist here at Hire Tool. I kind of handle all of the partners. Um, I, I serve all the community members. I literally have a hat for everything. So I kind of dibble and dabble in everything. But I, I started off as an advertising major um, at San Jose State and graduated. Don't, 
trying to find my first job in marketing and like a lot of recruiters, I kind of just fell into recruiting. I, I recruited for San Jose State um, for their bookstore and then I become a recruiter for an agency and it didn't quite work out, but I did find joy in recruiting. I loved mm the aspect of connecting with people and having those conversations and ultimately being a resource for people. And that was the part that really attracted me about recruiting. So with God's grace, I fell into the opportunity of becoming the community specialist here at Higher Tool. And oh my God, this has opened so many doors for me. I, I'm finally being able to put together my two loves, which is marketing and social media and all that deliciousness but also the parts that I loved about recruiting as well where Mm -hmm. I get to connect and be a part of people's lives and hopefully I make an impact in the small ways I can yeah so that's why I've I've really enjoyed my time here and I've only been in at higher tool oh I think we're at seven months right now so I'm still a little baby but yeah, um, I'm trying to make some big moves while I'm here. Nice. I can see that honeymoon glow is still on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much for sharing your stories, lady. I really, really do appreciate it. But tell us, um, tell the audience, for those who don't know, what is Hire Tool? Kiki, you want to tell us? Yeah, so basically Hire Tool is a software that kind of enhances the whole experience of recruiting. It is a tool that helps your workflow. Literally, it says hire tools, you're like a recruiter's best friend. We want to be able to assist you and make you one productive, more cohesive, reaching out to a higher talent pool, engaging with them in a more authentic, organic way where it still works in your workflow as well. And just overall enhance your your life this you recruit every day people are grinding to the yes. early morning to the late nights mm-hmm. and we're hoping that our tool is able to assist you in your day-to-day and also also we want to be a family like I know we always like a community we always push that forward but I know in my heart like I want to be a resource for everyone mm-hmm. at any time mm-hmm. and the people I've worked with in Hire Tool, we all have that same mindset as well. So mm-hmm. we're here to learn. Like we know that we're not going to be perfect at like all the time. We have competitors, of course, and we're all striving for the same goals. But like we want to hear your feedback because we understand that you guys use our tools every day and we want mm-hmm. to assist you as best as possible. Yeah. Anything you want to add, Winona? Yes. Yeah. Um, and exactly like what Kiki said, I mean, hire tool is every recruiter's best friend. And that just doesn't mean, you know, help, helping them get this workflow that drives efficiency, but it's also just kind of guiding them towards this kind of workflow where they have control over that data. And they're also aware of, you know, how to make the most of the current resources that they have. Even when things are limited, we want to make sure that recruiters have a seat at the table mm-hmm. because historically, you know, there are a lot of people online who are always talking about HR, talking about recruiting, and they don't realize that, you know, when you're dealing with such a large candidate pool, mm-hmm. when you're dealing with doing so many little things at once, it takes away from not just the candidate experience, it's the recruiter experience as well. Yeah. And that's, it's kind of like a, it's a tumble effect, you know, a snowball mm-hmm. effect where it gets worse. And mm-hmm. with higher school, you know, if you look at the history of recruiting compared to sales and marketing, technology hasn't involved recruiting as quickly. You know, you yes. don't have 
something as powerful as Salesforce or HubSpot that, you know, every single recruiter just goes to to control every single thing. You mm-hmm. have the APSs, you have the CRMs, and you have all these disconnected tools and hire tools coming in there. And a, a lot of other recruitment technology um, kind of companies in this space as well. We're just transforming how recruiters work. Yes. Um, and, you know, hire tool is basically a leader in AI sourcing because, you know, mm-hmm. we understand what those pain points are. Um, and we want you to have control over this data with AI, utilizing this technology to help you become more human rather yes. than you know using AI because you fear it. Yeah. Um, so we're helping you do the little things, and I think that's just the beauty of a tool like HireTool. Absolutely, it kind of blows my mind. Like the first time I experienced HireTool, I was like, "What?" I, I think. If it was last week or the week before I was talking to Kiki and I was like, this thing blew my mind. Okay. So like I didn't go into the portal of itself, but I we was using the Google Chrome extension. But let me tell you, that in itself, right, is just one of the most amazing pieces of technology I've ever seen in my life. So I was just actually Googling someone up up who wanted to be a potential guest on my podcast and I was googling them did not realize that this chrome extension was on and started to see stuff from hire tool and I was like huh like it gave me the entire history of this person and I was like no way like stop it <laughs> I could not believe it I could not believe it and I said to Kiki look this thing blew my mind like if I was going to review hire tool for that tool alone like save your life in so many ways and what I love about hire tool is so even though you would use it as a talent talent tool a way to acquire talent or recruit you can use that for anything if you are looking at a potential business partner if you're looking at a potential guest on your podcast like I was um, you can use it for all of that to do the research and get the groundwork done to understand the people that you're trying to bring into your space so that's Mm -hmm. what I love about hire tool it's not just that that piece of technology that I'm going to use to recruit but I can use it in almost every aspect of my business or my life Um, and I really really love that I think the best way for me to describe hire tool is like if all of these pieces of LinkedIn recruiter I know Google tried at some point to bring something like that together but if all of these things came together and had a baby it would be hire tool (laughs) that's a that's a great way to describe it yeah yeah if they all came together and had a baby the baby would be hire tool and it's just like handed to you like here here you go um we're gonna help you create great experiences for your candidates as you recruit them every single day but we're gonna give you that extra additional flair that you wouldn't see anywhere else that is going to just seal the deal for you that's what I that's what I think about hire tool like it really is a, an amazing tool it's mm-hmm. something that I'm going to put in my toolbox and use as a recruiter as a talent acquisition person that's what I'm going to going to use all the time but I have heard this so set, settle this for me yeah. I have spoken to a lot of my friend, my colleagues in the HR space 
about hire tool and a lot of times i hear great tool but expensive so tell us a little bit about how the pricing works uh, how we make hire tool more affordable for persons like me who are a department of one doing everything uh, versus a big fortune 500 company so um i can i can go ahead and start this off yes um, please yeah, do exactly. Anana. Um, I think I think during the pandemic, especially, was when everything kind of you know everything kind of shifted in the talent acquisition space. Um, and prior to that, Hire Troll had you know just one single seat, and you know we've heard a lot about this before. And I think in 2020, that's when we kind of put things to work or accelerated the process a little bit. We knew that we had very different personas. Like you said, Julie, we have, you know, customers who are just kind of handling everything themselves. We had larger enterprises that were dealing with high volume roles 24 seven. And so we wanted to really tailor the experience because like you said, hire tool is used by everyone differently. You know, you, some people use it for, you know, massive sourcing. Some people use it as an engagement tool. Some people just really thrive off the Chrome extension itself and the contact finding, you know, for finding people for their podcasts and stuff like that, right? And so we have four different tiers. We have HireTool um, Basic, which is the free tool, which is the Chrome extension. And like Julie said, it's super powerful. Just using that on itself is crazy. And yeah. when I look for guests for coffee with HireTool as well, like that's exactly what I do sometimes. I just kind of scroll, look for contact information, and that's great. And then we have HireTool Premium, which is for, I guess, more tailored for single seat recruiters who really want to use the Chrome extension and organize all those candidates into separate projects. Um, it really helps them organized sourcing a little bit better no AI sourcing but again you know if you're a single seat recruiter you kind of just want to get things quickly and build that workflow while you're browsing the open web so right. that's perfect for that mm -hmm. and then you have hire tool essential which is a step up and it's basically a mini version of the full hire tool mm -hmm. you have the AI sourcing you have engagement and you really get to experience kind of the baseline of hire tools powerful technology um, and you also have more enhanced features um, from the Chrome extension as well um, and then Hire Tool Enterprise is really the big guy that kind of has yes. everything in there, the ATS integrations, extended filters. Um, and like the name suggests, if you're in a larger company, if you're dealing with a ton of roles, you know, filling pipelines 24-7, this is a tool for you because it really just accelerates the whole process and gets you to do more things at once. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it really just depends on your use case. The good news is that, you know, we spoke to a lot of people while building these plans out. We really have a good understanding of each persona for each plan. Right. Um, and of course, you know, you like you speak to our team, you kind of talk about what your workflow is. And there is a way for each of these plans to kind of be tailored to fit that workflow as well. Mm -hmm. um, and I know Kiki deals uh, with a lot of these questions in the community. So I'm sure she has yes. a great answer for this also. Absolutely. Go ahead, Kiki. <laughs> for me, I, I, I definitely understand like money and what you're investing is really important. But I, for me, as, as a recruiter myself, I think of it as an investment or like, for jeans, for example, like mm -hmm. you have like your regular regular jeans, but then you have like your good quality jeans, you know, they're reliable, mm -hmm. you know, they're going to fit you just perfect and hug you in the right places and you spend more money there. So that's kind of how I view it. But it's also, I don't know, I see it as if, if it's something I want to invest in myself, like right. you are your own brand you are walking through life in a certain way and you want to be as productive as ever. And I think honestly, with our seven day trials, the Chrome extension, we do have a lot of options for people to, 
test the waters. Mm -hmm. So I do understand like you want to hold on to your money as much as possible, but I get like, this could be a game changer. Absolutely. It really can. It really, really can. And like I tell people, because the Chrome extension is my domain. I uh-huh. talk about it all day, every day, because I just love it so much. Yes. It's an yeah. extension of Hired Tool. Like, uh-huh. no matter what plan you have, whether you're doing a trial, whether you go from essential premium enterprise, always have the Chrome extension. Because one, yes. it's free. It's yep. free. Why? Who Why would you free? not do it? Come on, man. <laughs> like, Why would you not? <laughs> We love a, a free thing. Yes. But also, it just, it's an extension of the experience. Yes. And I just, I say at least try it out. I mean, like we all understand there's great tools everywhere. Mm-hmm. And we understand like each tool works better for each person. It's kind of like yes. a shoe, like maybe the shoe doesn't fit here or there, mm-hmm. but I do, dare, I do challenge you to try it out. Try us out. Yeah. See what, just really get to see it have a demo and then make your decision because Absolutely. I'm sure especially our sales team they are great some great people mm-hmm. I'm sure but we could blow your socks off if you give us a chance absolutely I could not agree with you more I'm just thinking that as you as you were both speaking I'm thinking of that return on investment which is almost immediate with hire tool you really do see the benefits of working with this platform and you see a higher engagement the the candidate experience improves your recruiter experience improves as well because you've given the recruiter something to really work with that has bones on it when you think about the entire gambit of talent that is passing through all of those um that platform uh, and the options that you have in seeking that talent, it makes it so much easier, faster. Your searches are way more efficient. Um, I think you guys have thought about every every possible thing yeah. and that I see that you've put the work in to actually go and look at what other people are offering and close the gaps. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the one thing Oh, sorry. Yeah. I just want to say, like, w- the one thing I really liked about Hire Tool as well is we're, a lot of us are recruiters or yes. used to be recruiters or used to be salesperson. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember just like talking to people and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you used to be a recruiter. Oh, you used to be like, we want, we definitely take feedback from our customers and yes. the, the community itself. But it, it's really nice to know that our team is based on recruiters because, like, yes. I know I help with all of our um, survey stuff. Cause they always ask me like, Oh, do you think this is good? Do you think yes. this is like this? Like we, they really take feedback well and really what's the word. I don't know the quite the word I want to say, but they really take it in consideration of like yes. what is the real workflow and the lifestyle of a recruiter mm-hmm. when we put out new features or make edits here. Yes. And here and there mm-hmm. so that's kind of the one thing I I really like about it because yeah. it really has recruiters best interests at all times yes yes Winona. By, by having so many recruiters on the team as well like it really creates a great space for dialogue within the company and you know we're always just talking about all sorts of challenges like I know I come to Kiki all the time 
just kind of like going over these questions or asking her about her thoughts. And it's just really good that we all have someone to turn to. You know, we have the community that we're so close to. We have our customers that we're engaged with dialogue with. Mm -hmm. And then we have our own team members that we're always relying on. And there's someone in every team who has that experience. And yeah. I think that just kind of ties everything together because we're always aware of those pain points no matter what. Yeah, definitely for recruiters, by recruiters, mm -hmm. like is super key because it's not like you've created a piece of technology that you're not connected to in some way you understand it because you've created it based on your knowledge and your experience in the workforce um, which adds to the compassion that is seen behind it and behind the service that is given by extension and the communities that you've created and I want to touch a little bit on communities because Kiki I know that you are very big on creating communities and I know you are as well Winona. Winona you host um, Coffee with Hire Tool. I have been on Coffee mm -hmm. with Hire Tool. Yeah. It was a pleasure to sit down and have that conversation with you on why we should recruit like talent scouts for sports mm -hmm. um, and Kiki I know you are creating communities across LinkedIn and other um, um, means as well. Why is community so important to you guys? When you want to touch on that first, um, Kiki? I think community is important because one, it's like a family. Like these, a community is important because one, they understand your pain points. You could bounce ideas off of them. But it's like what's the saying? You can't raise a ch like a child. It you need a village to raise a child, or it takes something a like village. That. It takes a village. Yeah, it takes yes. A village. And it, it just, I don't know. I feel like having a group of people, you know, who understand you, who understand your pain points, who walk the life you do as well is important because without connection and family and like what life would be boring. Like mm -hmm. if you were walking life by yourself, I just, I just don't see how that could be so fulfilling. Mm -hmm. And that's why I really prioritize community. I, I'm, I'm still new. I'm still getting to know everyone, but I just want the one thing I always make sure every day when I come to work, I'm a resource for someone. Mm -hmm. I make an impact in some big or small. I want to help in any way possible. Mm -hmm. So for me, I just, cause it's just, especially now it's a hard time to be alive right now. Everything in the world is yeah. crazy and it's always changing. So I want to be the one constant in each person's life for mm -hmm. me. So that's why community is important to me. Yeah. Bonona. Yeah. And um, for me, like I mentioned, I come from a journalism background, right? So I'm all about finding that story. You know, mm -hmm. I'm out there just trying to interview people, trying to find people to give me an angle, to give purpose. Mm -hmm. um, and it's the same thing here at Hire Troll. When I first joined, um, you know, dabbling into this content marketing world, what really amazed me the most about it was that, you know, content comes from community. Content is driven by community. Anything with a story is driven by, you know, a community of people who use the product, who love the product, who even hate the product and give you feedback. You need that kind of sounding board with people who understand, you know, how a tool works in the real world setting or how anything works, not just a tool, a solution, a platform, mm -hmm. anything like that. Um, and I think for community, especially right now, I mean, our world is so connected. Everyone yeah. is online, especially in the past two years. I mean, if you scroll through LinkedIn or Twitter or Facebook, you're going to have, you're going to see a ton of people on your feed, building their brands, promoting their small businesses, mm -hmm. promoting their side hustles, talking about their hobbies. And, you know, you're just surrounded by stories every single time. 
Um, and I think, you know, building this hierarchical community, what's been really fun for, you know, both Kiki and I is that, you know, you always find a purpose lying around, even when you least expect it. You know, mm -hmm. you, I'm scrolling through LinkedIn. I read, you know, a post by you, Julie, which is mm -hmm. how I came across you the first time. And it's just like you resonate with that story. And somehow, you know, we're able to find some common ground just by communicating yeah. and talking it out. And that's how this whole partnership even started. We found common ground. We spoke yeah. about it. And we're able to really mold this story to fit what's right for the best of us. And it gives a platform for exploring new things. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's the best part about Hire Troll. You know, we're dealing with a lot of people who are unfamiliar with a tool like this. But through speaking, you know, through talking about our stories together, Hire Troll yeah. story, your story, we find a common ground and mold it in. Um, and that's how, you know, that's how you grow right now in this online world. You know, you grow through similarities that, you know, you may not even realize were there. Mm -hmm. um, and I think we're in, we're in a time where it's just more possible than ever to build stronger communities, given the fact that it's so easy for us to be connected right now, too. Definitely. That's so beautiful. Both of you, thank you so much. <laughs> I really resonate with what both of you said. Um, and I think that it's important for people. I always advocate for community. I think it's important to have community, but I love Kiki, how you said, you know, if you're not a part of a community or trying to build a community, like how are you going through life mm -hmm. without being a part of something? Um, and I really, I think that that's super important and, and very, very powerful. And, you know, Winona, as you said, I think it's really important for people to recognize that as they're developing and growing their careers, um, that they need to be able to have a powerful resource to, to rely on. And you can't do that on your own. So community is key. So thank you so much both for sharing that. But I got to ask, okay, because... Um, I know most of our listeners, people who are listening to the podcast can't see you, but you're both two beautiful young ladies. And I got to ask this question in a time, especially the, the time that we're living in right now. What are some of the challenges that you experience as young women, as women of color? What are some of the challenges that you experience as you try to put yourself across um, in terms of talking about whether it's the product or recruiting talent anything um what are some of the challenges that you both face right now as young women of color do you want to go first Monona? yeah um i think you know everyone across the board can pretty much relate to this whether you're a recruiter a marketer whether you're an engineer i think for every young woman what worries us the most is being taken seriously um you know being listened to just having someone sit down and listen to whatever you're going to say is already a challenge in itself. Mm -hmm. um, and I think my biggest challenge, I mean, I didn't grow up in the US. I've been here for about five years. And for me, that biggest shift was, you know, how do I get taken seriously as a woman of color in a place where I don't belong? How do I feel safe? How do I start a conversation? Um, and I think for that, it's always the biggest thing is surrounding surrounding yourself with people you feel safe and comfortable with right and also just believing in yourself is the biggest thing as well and mm -hmm. I think believing in yourself comes before anything else because without that initial belief you won't be able to make that push and mm -hmm. really see the safety and the comfort around you um, I know that in my role right now going out there and building communities reaching out to people for coffee with higher troll 
it's a it's a struggle you know I'm always scared I'm just like oh am I good enough will I be taken seriously enough do people believe that I'm professional enough because I look so young or mm-hmm. not am, not only am I young I'm a young woman I'm a young woman of color in you know in a tech space which is so dominated by men and yes. men look the same way you mm-hmm. know um but I think we're at a unique position where you know things aren't perfect, right? But I feel like women have more power now than ever to just take a leap. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, you know, being in this company and, you know, surrounding myself with the coworkers I'm surrounded with, you know, having people like Kiki on my team, for example, we all have a safety net, kind of a cushion with each other that we're able to kind of take this leap together. Mm -hmm. We're able to circle back at the end of the day and be like, you know, I spoke to this person and, you know, I had a terrible experience or I spoke with this person and I had a great experience. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if anything gets super bad, I'm able to rely on people on my team who are even who are men, you know, and who are willing to listen to this dialogue as well. Right. Um, so I think the most the biggest challenge for me was just taking that leap, you know, making that first mm-hmm. step. And of course, build, finding a place where that supports me taking that first step. And, you know, it takes a while. Not everyone has the same experience. And I'm fortunate enough that you know, I've been surrounded by people who support my growth. Yeah. Um, but I would not have been here if I didn't support my own growth. Mm-hmm. If I didn't support my own dreams and my own vision. And I think that's important for every woman of color, no matter what industry you're in, no matter what your job is, you know, sit down, look in the mirror and just tell yourself how good you are. Yeah. You know, tell yourself how wonderful you are yes. and then start your day. Reach and it, that's Winona. Like every single day. You know, <laughs> look in the mirror and just like, Winona, you're great. You know, whoever turns turns you down, like it doesn't matter. They don't know what they're missing. And mm-hmm. Move on. Yeah. Yes, keep it moving. I love that, Winona. Winona just stuck <laughs> up the church. I'm sure Kiki's going to add now. Go on. <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, Winona kind of put it all together. But yeah, yeah like, women is this this is a great time for women because like we are getting those big boy jobs or big girl Mm -hmm. jobs Mm -hmm. we are making moves and excelling in places where we were told we weren't supposed to be we're having our own seat at the table honestly we're having our own table Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. you can keep the table we have our own and it's better like I just (laughs) I love it (laughs) growing up like Mm -hmm. just I'm usually I was lucky enough to be raised in a very diverse area but I becoming a young adult in a tech space or just in life in general I have made sure that I surround myself or put myself in environments that support me because it is hard being a black woman in any space Mm -hmm. no matter what I was usually the only black woman in any place in Mm -hmm. general Mm -hmm. so because like your own your worries are you don't want to be considered or seen as the angry black woman or yes. being loud or outspoken mm-hmm. Minda Hart I, talks about that a lot in the memo mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and I just I don't know I at a young age I ma- made it made it I made sure that I wasn't belittling myself I, yes. I made sure that like I did not silence myself at a young age like also like in school if they're not paying my bills and if they, if they're not adding anything to my life, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't have room for negativity. Mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. have room to bring that into my life because the world is already beating me down. Yes. So let's put that to the side. And I only welcome those who are like-minded as me, who are mm-hmm. open 
and honest and want to see me grow. Uh And I just try to put that forward in every place I go, every door that opens for me. I bring that energy forward because a lot of time I will be the only black person, but I I hope I make an impact moving forward Uh because a nice percent of the time I'm the first experience of a black woman. So I try to showcase like we're not all the stereotypes like yes. we come all with different shades sizes personalities like we are worth listening to and Absolutely. I'm usually the youngest person in the room as well mm-hmm. so I try to make sure I make my stance I I really try to make it known like I'm here to work I'm a professional mm-hmm. I'm a African-American woman as well and you're gonna like me <laughs> like i I, you're, mm-hmm. I, I promise you, if you give me a couple seconds, I can knock your like your socks off your feet. That's like, right. I'm here. Like I'm here. I'm proud black woman in this space. Hear me roar, and I promise, like I'll make an impact on you. Oh, definitely, you've made an impact on me, Kiki. <laughs> <laughs> you both have. You both have. And you know what? I want to say that for every young person that is listening to this episode today because I know part of my demographic of listeners is between the ages of 18 to 23 and I want to say to you right now those of you who are listening who may be in that space age space these two young ladies if you never met them before go find them on LinkedIn go find them go connect with them have a conversation with them because they're very open and willing to talk about their stories and their experiences and they're willing to help you in yours as well. But I want to thank you so much for sharing that because I want to ask you this, both of you, I'm going to start with you, Kiki. What, what today, what would you tell your 10 year old self today? Ooh. Ooh. 10 I'm like thinking back (laughs) Um, again I know you're 15 but just think about five years (laughs) if I can live 15 forever that'd be great (laughs) but my 10 year old self I think man that's just such an impressionable time but I would just let her know like things get better stay strong be unapologetic and just kind of claim your space like claim it name it for your like make a name for yourself don't let anyone hold you back and surround yourself with people who are there to support you and encourage you to be a better version of yourself because man I think once I got to that point I've been able to really succeed in a lot of spaces where I thought I wasn't valued or I didn't think I was capable of even doing so Mm -hmm. keep on pushing keep being yourself and really embrace like connecting with others because I think my ability to connect with people has really gone me far and um that's a that's something I really that's really important to me yeah yeah couldn't agree with you more Winona talk to 10 year old talk to 10 year old Winona Everything that 10-year-old Winona thought she couldn't do, I basically did. And so I just want to give myself a big pat on the back for that. I mean, (laughs) 10-year-old Winona, I wrote, I I love writing, right? That's my bread and butter. And I used to write because I I wouldn't speak. Like, I would not talk to people. I was very quiet. Um, Being on this podcast today, hosting Coffee with Tyra Chul, being a journalist, 
that was something that was way out of the picture. And, you know, I never thought I would leave Malaysia. I never thought I would get out of my little town and see a world that was so unfamiliar. Um, but I, I did that. And I think the biggest, the biggest driving factor was just to prove myself and other people wrong. Mm -hmm. um, you know, at, when you're growing up quiet, when you're insecure, you kind of, you get a lot of people say mean things. And I yes. think that's been my biggest driving factor. I've heard a lot of mean things said about me. And I think I wanted to kind of break all those stereotypes about myself down even more than anything. And, you know, that's how I ended up here, you know, halfway across the world from my family and my friends, you know, I'm here building my own life. You know, I found a job that I love, um, you know, graduated from a school that was great. You know, I'm met wonderful people people like Kiki are in my life right now and it's just like I would have never met her if I didn't make that leap that you know 10 year old Winona said she couldn't do so you know I think going back to that previous question of as a young woman of color you you're so used to omitting information you're so used to just kind of believing what everyone else says and you know mm -hmm. if someone says oh you you can't do that it's so easy to just be like you know what I'm just going to aim for something a little bit lower just so I don't crash and burn too much yeah um, and I think I basically took the risk to crash and burn as a lot of young women do mm -hmm. if they want to just kind of break out of their comfort zone mm -hmm. um, and it worked out you know I you know Definitely. like I said your your listeners are probably within like the 18 and 23 range and a lot happens within those years of mm -hmm. 18 and 23. <laughs> You go, through, you go through a whole journey. And I mean, I'm 23 right now. And I didn't think that, you know, I could have done half of the stuff I did within this time frame, because mm -hmm. everyone's just like, oh, your life starts later on. Yeah. But, you know, I think I would tell 10 year old me, you know, the challenges that I took, the wild journeys that I took, all the lessons I learned, it may have been painful at the time, it may have been difficult at the time, but wow, the light at the end of the tunnel, when you get out of that tunnel, oh, it's yes. so, it, it's so. Yes. Weird, you know? yes, definitely. I gotta agree with you. I mean, I feel the same way pretty much about a lot of stuff that I do now, mm -hmm. um, especially my podcast. Like there would have been a time where introvert me would have said like why why do you think that you could be yeah. on podcast like who do you think is going to listen to you um and then even coming to the stage of like when I thought about sponsor getting sponsorship for my podcast there would have been a time where I would not have probably asked um you know but here I am making that ask and Kiki said yes and I was like you know wow um so I think that you know once you tell yourself that you do have a right to own space in this world um, and where there are doors that are not happening you create your own doors you create your own tables um, <laughs> you create your own seat you know um, don't let anything hold you back and I think you two ladies are a true example of that and I'm so glad to have you in my life um, adding the value that you're adding so I thank you so much for that and I thank you for introducing me to hire tool and you know just giving the privilege that I have right now to share hire tool with other people and help them to gain the experience that I have gained um, in terms of the freedom that you get by using this platform and I want to thank you both just for being you because you're both amazing
Well, let me you. you're welcome let me ask you this what are you both reading watching listening to right now that you think our audience will benefit from so what what's what's going on what's what's the 411 of what you're really taking in right now and, and developing yourselves kiki you want to go first all right um definitely not unconventional but like bachelorette is bachelor <laughs> it's kind of my realm but i will say our newest host Emmanuel Aiko or Aiko, he has his own platform and it's um, on YouTube. It, and I think he has a book as well, but it's basically titled Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. Mm. And he really sits down and has the conversation with different groups of people where he's probably the first interaction they will have with a Black man in society. And he really gets down and asks those hard questions. And considers both sides and try to come to a mutual understanding of life as a black man or a black individual or person of color in in the world. So I think that his whole series is really interesting. His book is really interesting as well. Mm -hmm. So uncomfortable conversation with with a black man, check it out. I promise you won't be, you you'll enjoy it Yeah. or at least it'll get your mind going. Cause Mm -hmm. I think I, I really enjoy stuff that really, opens the floor to a bigger conversation because it, mm-hmm. it needs it has to happen mm-hmm. these conversations have to be had for us to grow so that's kind Absolutely. of my thank you for sharing Winona yeah um I've been in a big reading mode this year um I know I just finished a book um I just finished a book about existentialism and it's mm-hmm. it sounds like a lot like a, a big like philosophical book but it's basically like a self-help book talking about how you can live um, live authentically in an inauthentic age mm-hmm. um, just because with everything going on with social media and how interconnected we are with you know this digital space mm-hmm. um, it's very easy for you know for us to think that our lives are defined by how others live theirs just because right. we're seeing everyone you know influencers you know we're seeing our friends post about the best parts about their lives online yeah. um, and when that happens like it's easy it's easy to um, drown out the things that are most important to you because mm-hmm. you're so caught up discussing what's so important to everyone else. Um, and so the guide to living authentically in an inauthentic age, um, it's been a wonderful book to just kind of snap me back to reality and mm-hmm. have me think about, okay, like if I remove everything, if I remove everyone that I see on my social media feeds, everyone that I see online, what defines Winona? Like what is most important to Winona? What is the mm-hmm. best part about Winona's brand and Winona's life? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it helps you do a self audit, you know, which, right. I think, which is very important now in these days when um, it, life is just so unexpected. It's so yeah. caught up, you know, over the past one year, we're in a, we're living a life that we thought we never thought we would live. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, I know me personally, my life has changed dramatically in the past 12 months. I'm focusing on things that I didn't think were important to me and so this book has really just helped me shine a light on that mm-hmm. um so yeah it's been it's been really great um that's the last book I finished right now I'm reading Beloved by Toni Morrison which is really really amazing um it's a book set after uh after the war it's about a family of former slaves that are living in a house haunted by a spirit um there's a lot of stuff going on a lot of descriptions um and it's just it's just really a wonderful book to just read and help you understand the experiences of others, help mm-hmm. you experience, help you understand how life was, you know, after, after the civil war, after every major war that, you know, has 
dramatically changed the course of our lives um mm. so it's been it's been interesting yeah very good I'm so glad you shared those resources and I will be sure to include them in the links at the bottom of the comments when um, this podcast is released. So thank you so much for that. So the big question, the big question that I ask every guest and this time maybe with a little twist for you guys, but what's that one big thing, that one big misconception that people have about HR and in this instance about recruiting that misconception that people have about this space that you want to set the record straight on today and today we got a double whammy because I've got two guests so you got to hear two different perspectives so Kiki you go first okay um I think one misconception is we're just all salespeople. in a way we are salespeople, but I think especially the HR or I'm hoping this is where it's going to, um, we're not, we're here to help. We want to empower you as best as possible, provide you with the resources to succeed. Like we want to see you grow. And I, and I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, they don't care. They only think of money, which money is nice, but I, the people I'm surrounded with and the people I know who are passionate about HR and recruiting, ultimately they love the interaction aspect of it and uh-huh. making an impact in someone's life. And I, I want you to know there are great people out there who want to help you get that job, that dream job that you've been hoping and praying for. There's people who are there to help you succeed and grow as a professional. And you just got to start looking for them. Definitely. Thank you so much. Winona. Yeah. Um, I think Kiki kind of encapsulated all of that pretty perfectly. I know that um, just based on conversations with my friends, you know, throughout college and just getting out of the workforce as we're all looking for jobs, it's very easy for people to just throw recruiters under the bus, throw Mm -hmm. HR people under the bus and be like, no, they only care about the company. They're just trying to fill a role. But, you know, you people don't realize what goes on behind the scenes, you know, how much work gets put into, you know, every single outreach and, you know, what drives recruiters, what drives recruiters to do all this work, you know, Mm -hmm. and the the desire to connect people to jobs, you know, especially during this time as well, when employment is so important, when, you know, finding the right opportunity is so important, Mm -hmm. there's a driving factor behind every recruiter for them to you know, reach out to you on LinkedIn or find your email and you yes. know, send you and send you an email. It's no one's doing this for fun. You know, no. people have something to get them going. And, you know, the look of joy, like, you know, I've had a recruiter who has been so happy to connect me to an internship, you know, and that really gave her so much joy that it mm-hmm. made me feel happy. You know, I mm-hmm. felt like I helped her out, even though she was the one that gave me the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I think if people just take the time to you know, listen to the recruiter that they're working with or listen to the HR people that they're working with and understand the why, you know, why are they doing this? You know, I think that we'll just have a much more compassionate environment between recruiters and job seekers, which I Mm -hmm. think is what we really need right now when, you know, both recruiters and job seekers need each other so much. Yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely. I really agree with that. Um, And I think it's truly important that people recognize that, yes, we have a job to do. That job pays our bills and whatever, but we really do want to make a meaningful connection and we want to put the right people in the right positions. Um, Mm -hmm. And everything depends on that. So I think that 
what both of you said is is really important and I thank you so much for sharing uh, with that being said you have survived your time in the sound booth today well done look at you two that's so quick yes so can you tell us where can these beautiful people find you on social media Winona um, so I'm active on LinkedIn. You can search me up, Winona Rajamohan. I'm also active on Twitter. Um, it's Winona RGMH. And I think I can probably give you a link to put at the bottom as well. Yes. But yeah, I am big on just talking to people. So if you have any questions for me, if you want to talk about, you know, not just high ritual, just about storytelling, about marketing, about, you know, just anything really. I am completely down. Um, I'm a pretty talkative person. So I know I can go on forever. But yeah, I'm always looking to just build my network and meet people that I wouldn't have been able to meet if I wasn't on this podcast right now talking to you, Julie. There you go. And Kiki. Yeah, um, for me, you could find me on LinkedIn and Facebook. And I go by Kiki McLean on all my social medias for the most part. So come on, come connect with me. Let's chat. I'm always open for a conversation to to really connect with people because like I said and I'm sure you guys got the gist of it I like connecting and networking mm-hmm. and getting to know people from different walks of life so feel free to message me and like let's connect definitely and like I said very open honest young ladies happy to connect and share their experiences and their stories and actually to hear yours and learn from you too so be sure that you reach out to both of them i wish you both all the best i am looking forward to continuing a great relationship with both of you and with higher tool so stay tuned for more episodes powered by higher tool and thank you for joining us today in the sound booth thank you thank you Thank you for joining us in the sound booth today. I hope that you found this information from this episode useful. You can find me on all social media platforms at I am Julie Turney. That's I am Julie Turney. And you can find this episode or this show on most digital platforms, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, you name it, we're there. Thanks to Anchor FM and Rock Solid Entertainment for helping me to put this content together for you. And I will see you again in the next sound off.